Hi guys, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. I'm excited tonight. Um, I've been talking with uh, our guest tonight uh, about getting her on here. She's out of the Pacific Northwest and I met her um, at a farmer's market. I would say probably one of the nicest farmer's markets I've ever been to in my life in Vancouver, Washington. Um, and it's, it's huge and walked up to her and she makes an amazing sipping vinegar. And uh, so I started talking, but, but the story isn't just the sipping vinegar. I started talking to Jenny and she had some really cool things to say. And I thought, I'm going to get her on. I got to get her on the show. So she's going to be our guest. We'll also have Bill London coming up a little bit later with news coming out of Portland. Um, remember, there was a, a, a six people were killed, women, and they some people were speculating it might be a serial killer. The police were saying no. Now it appears four of those murders are connected and it all goes back to some clemency that was offered to one of the, the guy who's the suspect now was released from prison early. Um, and we hear this kind of stuff happening over and over. So Bill's gonna unpack that story for you. Um, our sponsors tonight are... Chris Nettle Family Dentistry out of Eugene, Oregon. Uh, they also do dentures. Dr. Bratlin's one of our biggest sponsors and he loves free speech. He loves conversation. He likes people to get to know each other and that's why he sponsors what we do. Other sponsor is... Matt McCarl, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness. If you've never done hyperbarics, you need to try it. He also does light therapy. Um, he, they do massage there, but Matt is a, one of those guys. It ties in really nicely with our show tonight because it's, it's, it's just oxygen. I mean, you're not using anything weird. It's just oxygen. And we're finding the more we look at alternative medicines, um, actually it's alternative healthcare, um, that, that I find, I love acupuncture. I love hyperbarics. I love light therapy. Um, there's a whole bunch of really natural things out there that can heal you. And you don't have to always be taking and helping big pharma. Uh, that's my message to you. And then our other sponsor is Fairway. Oh, I got the one wrong one. Here we go. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Greg Hinkle. This is out of Montana. But he also can do mortgage loans in Oregon, Washington, and Montana. He lives in Helena. And uh, he also is one of our big sponsors. So let's get right to the show. Jenny, welcome. Hey, good to see you again, Rick. It's nice to see you. So I just, I mean, this poor woman, I just said, give me your card. I, I'm going to call you about a podcast. This is so fun. So first of all, tell people, so she makes wild heart sipping vinegar. And I'm going to tell you guys, I use this in gin and tonics. I use it on salad. Like I put salad, like I'll make my salad. And then I put on like a, maybe a little bit of a dressing because I, I think a lot of people think salads are low calorie, but the time you put all that crappy dressing on it, you're just about eating a hamburger. So I just right. put this, I sprinkle this on there and oh my God, it's so good. So I don't know where to start with you. you you've, you've done, you told me on the phone, you've had eight different businesses and you've been very yeah. successful at all of them. And they're all, Jenny, I don't mean this and please don't take this the wrong way, but they're all kind of weird and different. I mean, it's like, you're like a very well-rounded girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an off switch, you know? So I, I'm always open to trying something new. And uh, yeah, so I've done everything from medical practice administration to transportation warehouse, fleet safety management, consulting, um, direct sales, uh, just all kinds of different things. 
So what's the key for you? I mean, how do you how do you develop the passion to do to do that? I mean, what you're obviously an entrepreneur at heart. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, Rick, is that um, when I land on something that I enjoy, I figure other people probably will, too. And so it's kind of like taking your hobby and monetizing it. And I just do that over and over and over and over. So, you know, my husband and I like big trucks. So we bought one and all of a sudden we had 30 trucks and a warehouse and a rail yard. So it's just kind of the next goes to the next to the next. And uh, but the sipping vinegar one, that's this is probably the most fun that I've ever had. It's been challenging. I started it January 1st of 2020 and just, you know, the world blew up. So it's been really, um, really invigorating to be pivoting and changing and figuring things out. And how do I make this work? So it's a lot of fun. How did that help? How did the the pandemic, the reaction to the pandemic that we had as a culture, how did that help you to do what you do? Well, in a couple of ways. So first of all, you know, I had my entire year mapped out. I walked away from six figures and a retirement, every, all my, you know, full benefits to go make vinegars and sell them at farmer's markets, you know? And so it was like, oh my God. So we, I had the whole year mapped out. I'm kind of a detail oriented person. And then all of my events got canceled and I thought, okay, how do I pay the bills? And I looked around at what was still functioning and open and it happened to be those farmer's markets and I have a food. So therefore I was considered essential. You know, we can say what we want about it, but it opened doors to me in markets that would have been next to impossible for me to get in without a couple of years. You know, two or three years to get juried into some of these larger markets. So we went from ground zero to twenty thousand bottles in one year, which was nuts. Yeah. Now, where do you make it? So we have a little uh, place in Tenino, which is just south of Olympia, so halfway between Seattle and Portland. And okay. I have a little shop there that had it had a commercial kitchen, but you know, I don't need the stove and I don't need the microwave and all that. We have a great big cook vessel and. We're doing everything from bringing in the raw materials to cold aging to bottling and everything right in our shop. So we do, uh, this year will be probably closer to 30,000 bottles, which is a bunch. Um, and then we and we make all of that there. So why sipping vinegar? Tell me the, 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 the joy of sipping vinegar. I mean, I obviously have become a fan, but it, <laughs> I mean, people don't really, is this, it's an old thing that's revived or what? what how right. was sipping your vinegar used back in the in the day? I mean, did my mom used to take that for medicine? I, I, I kind of Probably so. Yeah, my grandmother did. And so it's kind of funny. Um, the original sipping vinegars were way up in the Arabian Peninsula. They called them a sarab. And it was just a way to acidulate fresh fruits and juices and things like that in a hotter environment and extend their shelf life, you know, without refrigeration for a couple, two or three days. So the pH, the low pH, the high acid helped to stretch that out. So what they say is when the Brits went up and took over the whole known world and brought back all this stuff, one of the things they brought back to the UK was these sadabs. Well, by the time they crossed the pond to us in early colonial times, they became known as shrubs. So shrubs, switchels, you know, those kinds of things, you know, you took a little leather pouch and you threw in some herbs and some vinegar and some juices and some water and you chucked it on your back and out the field you went. So apple cider vinegar in particular helps us stay hydrated. So in addition to like the old world becoming new, for me, this is like, like you were talking about in, uh, you know, how, 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 do we, how do we turn the corner from making pharma responsible for our health and we become responsible for our health and use food as medicine. So that's what really made me fall in love with the sipping vinegars is there's a creativity 
there's just a ton of flavor combinations, which I love. That's kind of that culinary art. Um, but it's just been a blast to expose people to something that's good for their body that they couldn't handle before. And now it tastes good. When you say that we're, we need to, I, I learned this when I had cancer. It's like all the doctors were telling me what to do. And none of it right. sounded, honestly, Jenny, very good. And so my yeah. wife is a researcher and she went in and started looking for stuff. And you, and you learn through that, that I, I am in charge of my body. I mean, my body, right. my choice. I totally believe that. And it's mm -hmm. like, but, but so many people, I think, you know, like I think we really learned this during the pandemic is the, the people that were having the worst trouble were the ones with the poorest health. And, right. and we need, I think if anything that I've learned from that experience is America, we need to get healthy. And it doesn't mean yeah. skinny and twiggy. It just means we need to right. be eating and, and not, you know, when any, I have a friend from Asia come here, they'll say, Americans are so fat. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they see that because it's simple things that you can use to like your sipping vinegar in different ways where you're putting something actually good for you in a, a seltzer drink or something, right. you know, that that's actually doing some benefit rather than having a diet Pepsi. Exactly. You know, there's there's a lot to those, um, you know, the, the fake sugars, the the artificial sweeteners. Every time we introduce one, we go five, 10 years, 20 years down the road and we turn around and we look at it and we go, oh, gosh, that caused all kinds of terrible things to the body. So a little bit, you know, all things in moderation. So we use a little bit of natural cane sugar, but most of the most of the sugars in our vinegars actually come from those organic juices that we use. So um, like this one is the blueberry thyme. That's the one that you and oh. I talked about. You like the pear. The blueberry is fabulous, but it's organic blueberries, mm -hmm. super rich in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, all that. And apple cider vinegar, you know, it's healthy for our heart. It's good for our digestive system. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's kind of the aspirin of the food world, but it tastes awful by itself. So that's that's been the joy of this is to take that good for you apple cider vinegar and just kind of double down. So are you surprised by the, the, the look? I'm sure you saw it in me um, and my wife and kids is like when you sipping vinegar and you had such a yeah. sweet face, I came to your booth and then I'm like, what is that? And once you taste it, the look on people's yeah. face has to be, this is not what I thought. Right. Yeah. All the time. And that's why, you know, I have one of my big banners is what's a sipping vinegar. I actually have that URL, what's a sipping vinegar.com because nobody knows what it is. Um, but it's kind of like um, watching people experience something that is completely outside of what they would normally do. Right. That's the fun part. So and what I love most are the littles, you know, the kids that take a sip of it and their face just contorts up and they just want, want more, you know, and it's great. So um, how many different flavors do you have of this? Well, right now we have 12 flavors that are in our core varietals. So we have everything, you know, from the pear, cardamom, rosemary that you have. We have a mango. We have a blueberry, a black cherry. We've got a lot of different ones that are customer favorites, but they're also, you know, we use these in cocktails and in mocktails. Uh, we use them to cook with, and I have recipe cards for all of them because it's helpful to know what to do. But that core, you know, 10 or 12, but then I just don't really have an off switch, like I said. So I'm up here in Squim with the Lavender Festival, and I brought a strawberry lavender vanilla that is just delightful. So I'm always making new ones. So show them their seltzer. You got a new, you, this is your yeah. new thing, right? 
Yeah. So this is new. We've been working on this for, gosh, where's my camera? There we go. We've been working on this one for about uh, maybe five, six years. Um, just trying to get to the point where we have all of our, you know, ducks in a row and all that. But it's just, it's basically a canned seltzer, just like you'd get an energy drink, um, but super low in sugar. So instead of having a, you know, a really, um, you know, high sugar soda pop or something, it's just super refreshing. And uh, that's what most of us have this vinegars in is a sparkling water. So the canned seltzers, we started canning them uh, about two weeks ago. And we've already gone through almost 500 bottles at just our markets. It's crazy. So does the vinegar um, also settle your, like, a, is it like, I don't, and, and I, may, I'm, I may be really stupid and you just correct me, but is it like a probiotic? Does it do something to your stomach? Yeah. So, so the apple cider vinegar is unique of the vinegars that are out there, champagne or rice or of the other vinegars that are there because of the pectin and the apple. Um, it really helps with the digestive system. So there's prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic. And that's something your wife can research because those are all three necessary. And so you have a balancing of your pH, you have the probiotic, and then the postbiotic is, is how your body, it facilitates your body's elimination of the excess. So you get rid of a lot of things through your digestive system, but more efficiently. Um, and then what I love is it's, it's great for inflammation. So we were talking about, you know, your stomach, but a lot of people that have like acid reflux, vinegar actually helps because it's like your body's going, oh, we don't have enough. Let's make a whole lot more. And having a sip or two of the vinegar kind of hangs up the phone and stops that conversation that your body's having in with the, with the acid. Well, I, I, I tend to eat a lot of protein because I'm working out a lot. I'm, I'm just trying to really get myself, you know, nice and lean in what I'm doing. And sometimes it's, it causes me to have a little bit of a stomach ache. You know, I get like a little too much. I can feel like it. I'll come home and I'll either have a probiotic or I'll have a little sip of, and I don't do little sips of vinegar, but I, I take a, a gulp of that. And I, right. I swear to you, it settles my stomach. It's like it does. my wife looks at me like, what are you sure? I go, no, I, I know this works and I do it and my stomach settles down. It's like, you know, maybe once every two weeks or something this happens, but it's like I've right. got this. And did grandma used to give me vinegar? I think she did. <laughs> I bet she did. You know, it was one of those things that was it was available. It was inexpensive and it worked. And so, you know, I have, I have a gentleman, this, I don't know if I shared this story with you, but I just for, if I could briefly, a gentleman yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, came, to my booth, came to my booth in Vancouver and I had met him there um, when I first started. Um, a friend of his had given him a bottle of my black cherry pomegranate because I had, we had talked about, you know, the health benefits of that particular one. And this gentleman was, he had MS, it was in a very inflammatory stage um, to the point where the inflammation inside his esophagus was closing off. Doctors had given him oh. tons of meds. They were just to the point where they were going to do a trach and put a feeding tube in and all that. And his buddy said, you know, this vinegar lady told me if you just take some sips, this will help. And I thought, oh God, I hope your doctors didn't get mad. But he did. So he had, he had a little sip, about a half an hour later, had a little sip. And he said about, you know, maybe two or three hours in, he could feel things opening up. So he asked his doctor, his endocrinologist, he says, can I do this? And he says, it sure can't hurt. So he has been using that vinegar just a little bit every morning to help, you know, relax that inflammation. And he, it was so cool. He came up to my booth and just gave me a big hug and I cried. And he said, I think it kind of saved my life. And I said, well, I hope so. But, you know, um, so there's been a lot of really fun stories like that that are just beneficial. Well, I was just reading an article about pickles 
and and how those are really good for inflammation. And my mm-hmm. wife and I were we were kind of you know some vinegar obviously in the pickles and stuff. But I, I I the older I get, I wish I'd known. I think we're just are we is that kind of why you're doing this? We're just are we finally kind of discovering you don't have to be a hippie or a, an ortho <laughs> to understand that you know what you put in your body matters. I mean, they just heard it sooner. You know, I think yeah. like God just screams out, okay, how you eat matters. And all the rest of <laughs> America was going, oh yeah, McDonald's. And the hippies yeah. were going, you know, they going, we're going to this natural stuff. And now all of us have kind of become right. aware. Yeah, I, I, 100%. Yeah. Well, it used so, to be kind of nerdy. It was kind of marginalized. And now, now it's much more mainstream and I'm so glad for it. So you said that this one, uh, th- this business, you've had eight businesses and they've all been successful. And you, you obviously are, are pretty fearless um, because starting new businesses, one, is scary. Two, is really yeah. scary. So yeah. you told me on the phone that this one, Wild Heart, stole your heart. Would it, why? Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it, it's the first business that my husband and I have done that has really been kind of Jenny-centric. And I know that sounds a little funny. But, you know, I'm going to be 60 in a year or two. And uh, and just having something that really embodied my personhood, you know, um, I, I love, hospitality is my happy place. If I can have people over for dinner every night, I would. And I'd cook for all of them because I just love the culinary, too. So this business just absolutely captured my heart because it is kind of me, you know, jumping out of airplanes and climbing mountains and doing all those kinds of crazy things. Um, that's what kind of led me to call it Wild Heart. Um, but also it has been grounding me in a way that, uh, nothing else has in terms of my vocation. It's been great. How so? How does it ground? Cause I think there's a lot of, I'm 64 and I quit my career in 2008 and then, um, I've been doing podcasting and it's so fun when you find the thing that makes you come alive. Um, because I think there's so many people, Jenny, that, are I have so many friends that are just working t- for retirement. It's like, I just can't, they just are working to, and, and then you're going to retire and then they drop dead. And what? You yeah. know? And yeah. And it's like this, this way, you know, we're kind of doing, I, I think your, your sixties is the new 30 or something. I don't know, but we get to go in there and kind of do the thing that, that, that makes you that where you go, I don't have to put up with this kind of stuff, corporate America or television commercials or all that. And if you have an idea, don't you love uh, what I love about being my own boss is when I have an idea, I don't have to run it by anybody to tear it down. You try it. Like if you want to try lavender and strawberries, who's going to tell you no, you try it. And if it sells, you do it. And if it it fails, you just say, okay, we won't do that one again. And I I love that freedom. Yeah. I think, I think there's been something formative about this business because I've tried a bunch of different things and some of them worked and some of them didn't, but you know, when you, when you go, okay, I'm just going to go spend $10,000 on equipment, hoping that I can sell all the bottles that I make with that equipment. And then you do that again and again and again. And there are a lot of people, you know, that aren't, that self-employment is not for them. If you're afraid of sunk capital, you're in trouble. Don't be in business because you're going to sink it sometime. Right. Right. But you know, Interestingly, uh, probably what I think led to this business more than anything else, uh, my husband and I, we sold, we had a couple of companies, we sold them 
and decided to just kind of hit the pause button. Um, I was 45, uh, he was 48. And we said, let's just see, let's see what we want to do before we dive into a job somewhere again. And that led to him wanting to sail, which led to us buying a blue water boat, which led to us sailing a 33 foot boat from Olympia to Hawaii. And then doggone if we just didn't park there for a year. Yeah, it was a blast. And so just, but, but that was our retirement because we looked around at people that were 10, 15, 20 years older than us. And I was like, that's, this is the golden time, you know, that 30 to, I don't know, maybe 70 for me, 75, who knows, but there's those golden years where you can. And so you should. And if you wait till you retire, you won't do it. My financial management company sets out the coolest letter all the time. And they're not like pushing you or telling you what to do. But they did, and for this, for a financial company, I thought it was pretty funny. And they're just, it's not like, you know, Schwab or whatever. This is like a, a, a company that works with you. And the letter, sure. was, the letter was, if you're waiting to, to travel and do things um, when you're done, you know, when this is over, you're waiting too long. Because when yep. you get to 80, you're probably not going to feel like getting on a plane and putting up with all the hassles of flying. So they said between 60 and 75, you should, this is when you really need to be spending your, your retirement dollars on yep. the things you want to do, because at some point it's not going to be there. And I think my wife and I were, I don't mean this in a bad way, but we were fortunate because her dad died at 64 and her mom at 69. And right wow. after he retired. So we saw them save everything they had for retirement and then they never got it. So yeah. we, we looked at that and what they left us and said, okay, here's our gift. Now we're going to go do it the other way because they didn't, right. they did the best they could. They did what they thought was right. But I right. love your style. That's what I think is really cool. Is, is that why you smile so much? Do you think? Is that why you're, I mean, you're a happy person. Well, you know, you have two options. You can be happy or you can be unhappy. And it, I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And I just choose happy. So and I it, find it's, that- It's a choice, it's a choice. You, you believe oh, it's yeah. a choice. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's gonna be stuff that happens. You know, this last year, um, my husband and I navigated the death of both of his parents, um, actually moved a 91 year old into our home for almost nine months and, you know, full-time care for him while we were running two businesses. and. That was not happy, but we made the best of it. You know, we went out and bought him a wheelchair that, you know, could go, I mean, a scooter that could go. We put big quad tires on it so he could navigate our property. And at 91, he's out there, you know, running around with the kids. It was awesome, but it was, we chose to make that part, that chapter of his life as good as possible, which made us happy. So, you know, it's a right. give and take. So does it feel good? Like when you're making sipping vinegar, because it's something that's healthy for people, like, oh, yeah. you know, like you're going, cause I mean, I, I mean, I'm not knocking cookies cause I like cookies too, but you go to the little bakery, you know, and here, oh, everybody's buying donuts or something. And yes, somebody puts love into there. There's gotta be a donut maker too. But when you're sure. doing something that really is like what you're doing, that has to feel like you're, you know, in your own little, maybe that's why you feel like you've kind of, you know, this is Jenny centric um, is yeah. because you, are truly helping people to have better health, which is the biggest gift that we could have after two, two to three years of, of pandemic crap. Did we all learn the most important thing is not our bank account or how much money we have or what kind of car we drive or even what kind of degree we had. The people that mattered were the contractors, the plumbers, the electricians, all those people were the people we needed the most in our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. The whole yeah. world kind of went like this. Yep. Yeah. And I'm glad. I think I think it was long overdue to 
to stop focusing on, well, what do they call it? The, the paper ceiling, you know, all the businesses yeah. that we've had, you know, and all the stuff that we've done, neither of us went to college. We just decided we opted for a different course and that's not for everybody, but it was definitely for us. And, uh, and you can, you can tear that paper ceiling just right out of the way if you do it right. And, uh, I just didn't look for work at large corporations because, you know, my, my skills weren't valued in that. Um, so I just turned them to my own and, uh, did our own thing and we've had a blast. So how many kids you have? We have two and I've got two granddaughters and one on the way. So what do you tell them about your, your best advice, um, for, for what you, how you live your life? You know, for our kids, um, a little different than I would with my grandkids. Um, our son actually, um, is our operations manager at our distillery. So he works with us and has worked with us in our um, other company, in our trucking company. Um, my, our daughter, um, she just, bless her heart, she just has made her own way and doing great. And uh, so not a lot of advice needed with either of them. Um, uh, but the granddaughters, their favorite thing, when they come to see Grammy and Papa, they come to work. I mean, it's like I'm working up the quad, I'm taking the quad up the trails and we're trimming brush or we're you know picking things up or we're labeling bottles and things like that. So work is fun and fun is work if you if you do it right. And I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, if you're if you're working and you can't wait to leave, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, I told that's the, that. Yeah, that's profound. Yeah. If you and it's like you can't make your your you can't always make your hobby into your job because then it becomes a job. But if you right. love what you're doing when you're working and you know you have a purpose, then mm -hmm. then it makes it all worth it. And I think there's so many I get so many 20 somethings you know, on, on my pages and stuff. And they'll, and they'll, I love this question, Jenny, they'll always say, what would your 64 year old self tell your 20 year old self? And my answer is ah. always, my answer is always the same, Rick, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Get your nose to the grindstone, try hard at everything. Don't, don't look at anything as a failure and just move forward. You know, and I, I, right. I'm kind of like my family, my, my kids raised pigs for 4-H when they were little. And pigs are a super smart animal, but they have their eyes on the side of their head. And if you try to guide a pig into a, an area um, one way, it'll never do it again. I mean, it never, it always is going to challenge you. So they make a board with a handle on it and you put it over their eyes and you walk them so they can't see where they're going. And the secret is don't let them stop because you'll get them in the trailer sooner or later, but you may have to take this weird path to get them there. But once they stop, you got 280 pounds with little short legs and you try to budge them and they won't move. And I feel like that's me. I have to have blinders on so that I can be guided by God or whoever you believe in, but I'm guided to my place. And the key is I feel like if God were speaking to me, he'd be going, don't stop, Rick. Even if you go the wrong direction, it doesn't matter. Just keep moving and I'll get you back to the trailer. That's awesome. That is awesome. You know, one of my favorite sayings is to live out loud and on purpose. And I, and I, and I think that speaks to it, you know, that um, we can do a lot of different things, but you know, sometimes when I'm, you know, I'm sometimes when I'm doing my vinegars, I'll, I'm down at my shop at three in the morning and I'm yeah. starting everything up and I'm putting together big pieces of equipment. And I, I swear my next tattoo is going to be a tri-clamp fitting because I use a dozen of them on everything that I do. Um, but that, that part of it is not fun. I don't enjoy mopping the floors and cleaning up and sanitizing and all that. 
But every once in a while, when I start to get kind of cranky about having to do that, when I really just want to go out to the markets and play, I, I always stop myself and say, you don't, you don't get the fuss. You chose this. So just right. do it. And so, and it, but it's pretty easy to go, oh, you know, my boss is this or my job is that. It's like, I chose this. So I really right. can't complain, you know? Well, and, and don't you, I highly recommend talking to yourself. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I do. I, oh, I do too. I'm always like, I get up and I just go, Rick, what, like, what are you going to do? I mean, what, yeah. what, you're going to not show up and do it? Or like something doesn't work out or my guest doesn't get on or something. It's like you have 30 minutes to fill. You're perfectly capable of talking for 30 minutes. Just get on and do your job. And then it's, right. and you move on. It's, and you know what happens a lot of times, Jen, I'm sure just like you, those sometimes turn out to be the best shows is because Maybe. you were, you know, yeah. you're in the place, the zone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I am so glad that I walked up to your booth and for many reasons, but I'm glad to have you on. And um, we were going to have my news guy come on later, but I think I'm just going to leave this show like this so that people can see it just with one thing in there and you can pass it around to your friends and all that kind of stuff. Cause we filled a half hour and it was, I, uh, it's life lessons and those are what we need to hear. And I love it. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Jen, thank yeah. you so much. And how do people get a hold of you? Can you tell people how do they get a hold of you? Um, cause Absolutely. anybody I'm, I'm in Montana, but you, you guys can ship, right? Oh, yep. We ship all over the country. It's wildheartsippingvinegar.com. Okay. And uh, trust me, guys, just pick a flavor that sounds good. You're not going to be disappointed. Uh, all right, Jenny, all right. good to talk to you. Thank you for joining me. Go back to your show and good luck with the seltzer. Thanks. All right. I appreciate it. I'll send you some. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. All right. I'll see you later. All right. All right. Now you guys see why I picked her. <laughs> I'll tell you. And it, you know, it's just something new and different. And I'll tell I am putting it on everything. And I got to get the blueberry one. I just, but there's so many different flavors and it's just trying something different, trying something new in your life. And, and you heard what she was, we were both talking about. I think that's so important whether you have a business or not, but um, this is your life. You, you get one shot at it and you can do it following everybody. Um, you can do it. You can play it being a sheep. Um, you know, a long time ago, I had this dream. I woke up and had this dream and I saw a fence around the outside, a huge fence, and then all this cluster of people in the middle, and that was culture. And then there were these little offshoots of little groups around here like that. And I was on the edge over on this fence and I was standing looking at the fence and this big white horse comes up and looks at me and then kind of shakes its head and signals me to go off and, you know, like come follow me. And it's like, but there's a fence and it kept doing that. And finally I reached out, I touched the fence and it disappeared. The fence was never there. And all those people were clustered in the middle being safe and living their lives in safety. I don't think we're supposed to live in safety. Now I, I'm all for helmets and seat belts and all that kind of stuff. There's some smart things to do, but life isn't supposed to be safe. And we've raised a whole generation now of kids that are all, we're so worried about their safety. When what about the risk? We should be teaching our children to take risk, sensible risks. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do. My personal opinion. Um, not trying to tell you how to parent your kid, but I'm just saying there's nothing safe about life. And I don't, if it is, I don't want to do it. I like living in risk. So take a risk. I had a lady write me the other day and she said, I see all the exercises and stuff you and your wife are doing. And I weigh 350 pounds. And I said, I'm just going to get up. If Rick can do that, I'm going to go walk around the block. 
Now she's walking five miles and, and she hasn't lost a ton of weight, but that wasn't the purpose. It was the risk of going out and being that heavy and walking the streets and she did it and she feels better and she's getting healthier. Her blood pressure came down because she took a risk. Huh? That's it for now. Man, that was fun. Um, I'm off for a few days. I'm going off uh, with my wife. We'll be back on Tuesday, our regular day. But my anniversary is on Sunday. 40 years I've been married to the same woman. 40 years. And I wouldn't change anything. So we're going to go do what we normally do. Crazy stuff. Paddle boarding and mountain biking at six, in our 60s. Taking a risk. You only get one life. And you, as Jenny said, get to choose how to live it. I'm Rick Dancer. Thanks for joining us. Thank our sponsor, Chris Dental Family Dentistry and Fairway Independent Mortgage, Greg Hinkle, and New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center. We couldn't do this without you. Good night. Oh, share it on your page, but don't tell Facebook I told you that. They hate that. They don't like me.